Welcome to the very first episode of the Psalm 51 podcast. I'm your host, Riley Pate, my co-host and co-pastor brother David Jackson here with me today. And uh, we are here to enlighten you on restoration. And we are a branch of our church, the Old Country Church at Lafette. This is one of our ministries, and we're also in partnership with Brother David Hiles out of Cochran, Georgia, and the Red Barn ministry there uh, called Fallen in Grace. And so you're going to hear us talk a lot about him. But what we want to do through this ministry of the Old Country Church at Lafette is to reach out to those who are fallen in grace and give you a path, give you some resources allow you to know that there is a way uh, to get back up. Brother David, you want to introduce yourself here? I am David Jackson, the pastor of the Old Country Church at Lafette. Uh, As uh, Brother Riley had mentioned, we uh, are in um, a ministry uh, of the uh, Fallen Grace Ministries there in uh, Georgia with uh, Brother David Howes. And... uh, We, uh, he's a dear friend of mine and does a, a wonderful, wonderful work there in the restoration of men and women who have fallen in the ministry, fallen in grace. And uh, so th- that, that is what uh, our desire, our goal is to be a help to those who have fallen uh, in grace, fallen into sin, and don't know how to come back. To Jesus, yeah, and, and you know this is such. You and I have talked about this, and we've told people around this area this is such a needed mm-hmm. uh, ministry. Yes. It's not one that's uh, common here. We're in the East Texas area, just outside of Pittsburgh, and it's definitely not common in this area. But the more that we've talked with people, it's really not common anywhere in the United States, especially among the Baptists. Uh, we're we are the worst about shooting our own while they're wounded and making sure they they die, and that's not at all uh, what Christ intended for His church to be. That's right. He intended for it to be a hospital for broken people, where they could come in, uh, get the help that they needed, to then get back their lives back on track and go and serve Him. And so we just want to use this podcast and this Psalm fifty one uh, ministry as an outreach to those of you that are in those find yourself in those situations maybe you know you went to church for years and something happened in your life and they uh, the term that we use all the time you know they churched you uh, we want you to know that there is a way back to God and that that this idea that you can't be a part of the church that you can't serve in ministry that you that, that that's baloney yeah. uh, there is a way back and so we want to uh, Use these podcasts. It'll be a weekly podcast that we're going to get uploaded every Saturday. And we want to use these podcasts as a way to encourage you and to equip you uh, with the tools necessary to get back on your feet. Yeah, it, it's amazing uh, the several years that I have been in close relationship with Brother Howells in Georgia and how much that I have heard about, talked to, been told about pastors, preachers, evangelists, uh, laymen in the church, lay women in the church who have fallen into sin, backslidden on God, and have been shunned by the church. You may be sitting here today listening to this, 
And you may be saying, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there. Um, and that is our goal, to be able to not only uh, voice to you that there is help, there is restoration in Jesus Christ, and there are churches like the Old Country Church at Lafayette that will welcome you with open arms to teach you and nurture you back into the graces of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, it is a ministry that is much, much needed, not only in East Texas, but around the United States, around the world. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as we, you know, say on here, you know, this is needed and, and everything, I think you and I, if we're being honest uh, with people, would say that there was a time in our ministries where <laughs> we wouldn't have thought about something like this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so before we kind of dive into, and, and just to let you all know, not every episode will go this way. We will generally take topics and break it down. But here we're going to kind of introduce you to this idea and kind of lay a framework for the episodes to come. But before we dive into that, uh, I think it would be good, uh, Brother David, if we kind of shared with the audience how we kind of got to this point. Yeah, it's uh, uh, we're, we are no different than anyone else. Uh, I've been a I've been a licensed minister or since uh, oh my goodness since I, my early twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sixty five years old now, um, and uh, as a pastor. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems in our churches today is that the people of the church, the, the lay of the church, wants to put their pastor up on a very high pedestal. Mm-hmm. Uh, pastors are no different than anyone else. Uh, we live our life. We sin because the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, and as a pastor... Uh, of many years, I can honestly be open and say that I myself have fallen in grace. Mm -hmm. I have fallen into sin. And uh, I've had to have restoration in my life. And uh, it it is no secret. God knows all about it. We can't hide anything from God. Um, And so we know exactly, if, if you're in that position today, I know as a pastor exactly what you're going through. If you're being shunned by a church, if you're not welcome back in the church, I know exactly what you're going through. You may be going through trials of your with your family, with your kids, with with whomever it may be. Uh, and but know this that restoration comes from the Lord. Forgiveness comes from God. Uh, and so uh, just know that we know where you're coming from. This is not something we're just doing because we want to have a podcast show. No, this is not. near and dear to our heart uh, to help people be restored to the Lord and be restored in God's church. Now, uh, and to kind of build off of that for a minute, we mentioned Brother David Hiles. Mm-hmm. He is the son of the world famous pastor, Brother Jack Hiles. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, too, has experienced things in life. He was shunned uh, from the ministry, shunned from the church, and so he felt a calling on his life then to move to Cochran, Georgia, uh, start up the Red Barn ministry there where each and every week, I mean, almost on a daily basis, is my understanding, people show up and they uh, may need personal restoration, maybe they need uh, restoration in their marriage. You can show up free of cost, 
and him and his uh, wife, Miss uh, Brenda, Brenda, will take you in. They will counsel with you and make sure that you get the. I, I think I read on there one time it's the TLC approach, you know, tender right. love and care, right. and, and they they take care of you and get you back on your feet to mm-hmm. where by the time you leave the Red Barn Ministry, you can begin that process of coming back to where God wants you to be. But uh, now I want to kind of connect the dots here. When did you first get to know Brother David? I got to know him personally. It was probably a little over three years ago uh, when uh, I had uh, fallen into sin. Um, And, um, and, you know, Brother Riley, I, I think that's one thing we all must come to ourselves and face that uh, we can say, yes, I have fallen into sin. There's no yeah. there, there's no disgrace there, right. uh, no disgrace with God because God is a loving, forgiving God. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I came to know him a little over three years ago when uh, me and my wife were going through some, some struggles and problems and, and uh, didn't know how uh, to get through it, mm-hmm. uh, didn't know what to do. And uh, I had uh, been listening to Brother Howell's uh, messages and his uh, things that he would post on Facebook, and it, it, it touched mine and my wife's heart dearly. And uh, when this time came, uh, I reached out to some pastor friends of mine who were willing to help but didn't know how to help. And so uh, uh, my pastor of many years, I, I called him and said, hey, do you think Brother Howes would help somebody like me? And uh, with a, it was this all sincerity. He said, "He is the only one that can help." And so we went and spent a week uh, at the uh, Red Barn, uh, Fallen in Grace Ministries, and and uh, though it, it 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 was not easy for me, mm. um, I didn't want to accept what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, real cautious of it. Um, and uh, but got to know him very well. We went and spent another week there, mm. uh, and uh, we found that I don't know of a more caring, loving, helpful, and uh, uh, restorative people anywhere in the ministry. Mm. Uh, the wisdom that God has given him and his wife is just beyond anything you can imagine um i love him he's a brother in christ um and uh, he can help absolutely and and so to kind of finish this circle of connection here so brother david and uh miss cindy uh got to know brother howells experienced what it was like to to be in that ministry and get restored and uh, got back in into the ministry after that the work of the ministry with another pastor friend of yours helping him yeah and uh, so then here I am, uh, Brother David and Miss Cindy have known me since I was a baby, known my family all their life and and uh, all of those things. And I had surrendered to preach at the age of 14, been in the ministry a long time and uh, been preaching, pastor to church. And I too, you know, had a fall uh, from grace and uh, didn't know what to do and then kind of tried to get back on my feet and continued to, to kind of slip and slide and struggle there. And uh, finally, the churches just kind of shunned me, didn't want anything to do with me, told me, you know, I wasn't going to be able to be used of God anymore. And you and I had had some conversations. And then 
you know, you uh, came to me and said, hey, you know, if you would, you and my fiance at the time, uh, now wife Haley, he, you know, you, you invited us to come along with y'all in your next uh, phase of ministry of, of starting a church or helping one get back on its feet. And so we prayed about it and got into it. And then you connected me kind of with Brother Hiles that way. And, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to listen to some of his things and read them and, and uh, hear some of the conversations. I mean, just what a great work. But how amazing it is that God used circumstances in my life and in your life to bring us to this point where now uh, I, I think that we can both honestly say we have a greater ministry in front of us now yes. uh, even than we did yes. when we were preaching all those years. Yeah, it's just it's just like the sermon I preached here a month or so ago mm-hmm. on the consequences of life mm-hmm. and uh, didn't realize how it would affect those in the church, how it affected their heart from their past, what yeah. things that had happened in their past, the lives they had lived, the the people who had hurt them, the things that they had gone through in life. Just like you, if you're listening to me today, you have gone through circumstances in your life that you wouldn't want to tell your closest friend. Right. It's either embarrassing or or it just hurts so bad that you couldn't tell anybody. Well, listen, God knows that. Yeah. Uh, with that sermon I preached, the altars were full. People coming to me, I needed that sermon. Mm. And, yeah. and Brother Riley, people all around us are hurting. People all around us have gone, gone through things in their life that is almost destroyed them. Yeah. Things that uh, they never thought would ever happen to them. And yet... Instead of instead of you and I or a pastor of a church or any church as far as that goes, uh, not being willing to help them through it, not not being willing to show them from the Word of God that there is restoration in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, many churches cannot handle it. Don't know how to. Most pastors don't know how to counsel anymore. That's right, and, and that's something we'll get into on it, this podcast. That's exactly too, yeah. right. Yes, and. Uh, uh, but again, I, I want to just strongly emphasize to to all of you, just as Riley and I found help in the Lord and through counseling, you also can find that counseling. You can get that help and uh, and know again that there is forgiveness with God. And you say you may say, well, I, I've already went to the Lord and I've asked God to forgive me. I just don't. I just don't know where to go to church because no one wants me in their yeah. church. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Yes, we do. Absolutely. And so uh, just to kind of, you've heard us use two words uh, primarily right up to this point in the episode. The first one is fallen. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it would be good at this point for us to kind of define for our listeners here what, what it means to be fallen in grace. Yeah, it's uh, I, I had someone uh, mention to me not long ago on Facebook, well, What's your definition of falling? Mm-hmm. Well, in the in the book of Revelation, chapter two, John is speaking to the church of Ephesus, and he said he had somewhat against them because uh, that they had left their first love. And uh, remember, there uh, therefore from whence thou art fallen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, s- salvation to us is made possible. Of course, by John three sixteen, when God said, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son," our first love is that moment in our life that we accept by faith Jesus Christ 
as our Lord and Savior. And it is then that we begin to do the first works. Mm -hmm. The Bible says also in Revelation chapter 2, being faithful to church, teaching Sunday school, preaching the word, being a deacon or an usher, and even pastors right. uh, and so on that work in the church. And it is when we drop out of uh, the definition of when we drop out of descend from, degrade, decrease, or ruin our relationship with God and leave our first love that we have thus Fallen mm -hmm. from grace. And, and we want to be careful there too because Brother Hiles emphasizes this all the time. You fall from grace, not out. That's of it. exactly right. We're not, there. there is nowhere, and, and listen to me closely, there is nowhere in the Bible that states that you can lose your salvation. That is not in there at all. Correct. It doesn't matter what you do. If you have accepted Christ by faith, and, and asked him to be your Savior. He's your Savior from that moment for all eternity. Yes. Uh, but the, what, what we're talking about here where John the Revelator is speaking, he was speaking there to the church of Ephesus. He wasn't telling them, oh, you're a bunch of lost people. He was telling them, <laughs> you're a bunch of people who started out, you were saved, you were yes. on fire for God, yes. and things happened in your life that caused you to venture. And when you ventured from your love, you then 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 no longer did you want to work for your love. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those. It is a domino effect. Spur Spurgeon uh, says it. Uh, if I can use mm -hmm. his uh, words, uh, he says it is when we take our eyes off of God mm. and we put them on the world. When right. we when we when we fill our hearts full of the, of the world more than we do God, we we fall from His graces. Mm. And uh, so uh, that is generally what happens, even to the to the greatest pastor that we could possibly think of, to the to the greatest layperson in the church that we know, all are accessible except what was that word I'm looking for? Susceptible. Susceptible. Thank you, Brother <laughs> Riley. Uh, susceptible to falling into sin. Yeah. And so. Uh, don't ever think of yourself that you cannot fall from God's grace because you certainly can. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think it's also what you said there is also important is that we're all susceptible to that fall. That's exactly right. Uh, because life happens to everybody. Yes. Uh, you've gotten to hear some of the great men of God, Brother Jack Kyles, Brother Lester Roloff, mm -hmm. Brother Lee Robertson, mm -hmm. Brother Bob Gray. Yes. Uh but all of those men, at some point in their life, had things that that they would say, "Hey, I, I kind of took my eyes off the prize." Yeah. You know. Yeah, they they uh, they all have uh, taken their eyes off of it and or been accused of it. Mm -hmm. uh, many times, it's not so much what uh, someone in the ministry does, but what they are accused of, yeah. uh, how they are. Uh, and, and, and the amazing thing, Brother Riley, it, it's not those of the world who will try to destroy your life, but it's Christians. Absolutely. It's yeah. the church. They get jealous. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so uh, we, we all struggle from time to time, but we as a body of Christ, we as a called out assembly uh, in the church, our job is not to destroy people's lives, but to restore them. Mm. Uh, we're to restore those who have fallen. The, the Bible says 
in, in Galatians 6, 1, you which are spiritual, restore such a one. Right. And uh, so uh, it's, it is our ministry uh, here uh, at the Old Country Church at Lafette on the Psalms 51 broadcast. It is, it is our ministry to uh, not only seek those who are fallen, but let you know you can get a hold of us and uh, we we will do our very best to help you and to uh if we can't help you we will get in touch with brother house and uh uh he can help you and uh but, but brother brother riley it's you know we've talked about falling uh and i think truly in in anybody's heart is a child of god you know when you have fallen from grace. Yes. You know when you have yeah. fallen into sin, and you know when you're running from God. Right. And uh, but you don't have to keep running. You can't hide your sin from Him. So the best thing we can do, the uh, the Book of Revelation chapter two also talks about. John talks about when they have fallen, they almost m- must repent. Right. And so there is restoration, and 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 that is the that is the heart of the ministry. Uh, Anybody and everybody sins. Anybody can fall into sin. Mm-hmm. And anybody can be restored if you want it. And I think just to put that definition of restoration kind of in a nutshell, <laughs> I know that we're going to look at some verses here in just a minute on it. But uh, restoration in a nutshell is being brought back into that complete relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, you've taken, like we said earlier, you've taken your eyes off, you've wandered. But that restoration is when you say, you know what, that's enough. Yes. And, and that's where the Bible says, uh, and I think you've got written down there in, in the book of Luke chapter 15, mm-hmm. uh, you find the, the story of the prodigal son, and it says that he came unto himself. That's right. In other words, he, he, he thought he was living it up. Poverty comes. He loses his money. He loses his friends. <laughs> the fun's over. Now here's this little Jewish boy working for a Gentile in a pig pen, and he looks around and he says, this ain't it. Yeah. This is not what I envisioned for my life. And the Bible says that he came into himself. He literally became broken on the inside, and he realized, I have sinned, yeah. and I need to make this right. He got to the point in his life, living in a pig pen, eating the husk of the, with the pigs, mm-hmm. that he looked back to his father and mm-hmm. said, even my father's hired, hired servants yeah. live better than I do. And so many times we as a child of God, we as pastors, we as laymen in the church, we must come to ourselves and realize that that when we have hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. there's nowhere else to look but up. Right. We must come back to the Father. We must repent uh, of what we've done. Because the, the, the Bible says if we ask forgiveness, God's going to give us forgiveness. Right. God will welcome you back home with open arms. Um, and yet, many times again, Brother Riley, people do not know what to do when they get to that point because they've been shunned, mm-hmm. because they've been rejected, because they've been uh, belittled and uh, looked at as if they're the scum of the earth. Right. And, and yet, that's where the prodigal got to. Yeah, He got as low as he could possibly get uh in his life he had used up his inheritance mm-hmm. uh he had bummed off everybody he could <laughs> bum off of uh there was nowhere else to go but to the mire mm-hmm. and many of us have to get to the mire 
before we can get back to the Father. And, and I like what you say, you know, that a lot of us were ashamed to come back because of what other people thought. What a lot of people don't realize is that there was one way in and one way out of mm-hmm. the town where the yeah. prodigal son would have lived. And so to get back to the father's house, he literally had to walk down Main Street in front of everybody. And here's this Jew who was who no doubt smelt like a pig, looked like a pig, <laughs> had yeah. ate like a pig, had been living like a pig. Yeah. But he re- when he reached bottom, he wanted restoration. He wanted that grace so bad. He yeah. said, "It's willing, uh, or, or it, it, I'm willing to go through whatever I got to go through, but I'm going to go back to Daddy." And see what he has to say about it. And, and it's when we get past that. Because I think a lot of people who fall are just embarrassed. I know I was. You know, you're embarrassed to say, you know what, I need help. Yeah. And I think it's when God gets you to the point where it doesn't matter what other people think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about getting back to him. Then you're where God wants you to be. Yeah, the prodigal, he, he, he didn't care what anybody thought. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere for him to go but back to his father. Yeah. We as Christians must get to that point in our life when we've fallen into sin that there's nowhere to go but back to the father. And and, and his own brother didn't mm-hmm. want to welcome him back. Right. His own brother wanted to have nothing to do with yeah, him. Yeah, he shunned him. He shunned him. And, and, and we're here <clears throat> to tell you that if you're in this position in your life, when you try to come back to the Lord, when you try to come back to the church and, and get restoration, you are going to have the critics. Mm-hmm. You are going to have yeah. those who are not going to want to welcome you back, who's not going to want you back in the ministry. But it's not, when you die one day, you're not going to stand before them. You're going to stand before God. Right. And, and restoration, you know, you would love to be able to restore relationships with people you've hurt. Absolutely. You would love to be able to restore relationships in your family, all those things. And all those things are good. And if that happens, that is picture perfect. Absolutely. But that really is not restoration. And here's what I mean by that. The the only relationship that needs to get fixed is you and God. Yes. And then you let God take care of the rest. But there are going to be people in your life that refuse to accept the fact and some of them's going to be family, some of them's going to be friends, some of them's going to be people that you've known all your life. But they're not going to want to accept the fact that God can not only forgive you, but also, more importantly, restore you. Because for forgiveness, people, are, okay, yeah, God can forgive you. He just won't use you. But but if they have to admit that God restores you, that means He completely brings you back full circle into the fold, completely puts you back together, and that means He's going to put you back where he had you and where he wants you and put you in places that you never could have dreamed of. A great example of that is Peter. Uh, Peter denied Christ to his face. I mean, Christ is behind bars just spitting distance from him. And he denied him three times, cursed the last time, runs off. You know, we don't hear from him or see him. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jesus comes back. Peter's afraid because he's like, oh, no, you know, look, look at what I've done. Jesus calls him out. He uh, reestablishes the fact, hey, you love me, you love me, you ask him three times. They get it all worked out. He, he restores him, and the next time we see Peter is preaching in front of thousands of people <laughs> on the day of Pentecost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and there's people who don't want to accept that God would use broken people to do things like that. They get this self-righteous, pharisaical view. Yeah. So when you're listening to us talk about being restored, understand that while all the... <clears throat> The relationship restoration is good. <clears throat> the only true restoration comes 
when you get that relationship back with God, and then you've got to, by faith, and you're going to be preaching on this in the morning, Mm -hmm. you've got to, by faith, trust that God will work out all the other details. But just because, uh, to be quite honest, just because your family doesn't support you doesn't mean God doesn't. That's right. And, And I think that's what we have to realize sometimes because you and I both have family that that don't want us doing what we do, but we trust by faith that we're doing exactly what God wants, and we got to trust Him with the rest of it. Yeah, and 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 I'm going to touch a a, a subject here that you and I can personally attest to, Mm -hmm. and if you're listening to me, I can almost guarantee if you have fallen into sin, you're going to know what we're talking about. But when you fall into sin and you get back in church, one of the things that a church will want you to do if you are to be restored, they're going to ask that you come before the church, get mm-hmm. up in the pulpit, and confess your sins to the church and ask the church to forgive you. Folks, there is nowhere in the Bible that says you ought to do that. The one person that we must ask forgiveness from because he, it's the one that you sinned against, and that's God. That's right. And God will forgive. Restoration is what David did. We call this podcast the Psalms 51 podcast mm-hmm. because we have read the story of David, uh, a man who uh, did all, God used in miraculous ways as a boy, as a teenager, as an adult man, uh, and yet David fell into sin. Yes. Uh, and 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 what we want to do, what I want to share with you for just a second here is is, and you've read it before, but in Psalms fifty one, the David called out, he pleaded to the Lord. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, uh, "Have mercy upon me, O God, according to Thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of Thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions." Listen to this. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Mm. That's what we've got. You're going to hear these scriptures over and over and over again because uh, we want you to know that there is restoration in God. That mm-hmm. no matter who you are, no matter what you've done in your life, I don't care if it's prostitution. I don't care if you've had an affair. I don't. I don't care what kind of sin it is. There is forgiveness in God, and there is restoration, just like there was with David. And 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 there is a work that you can get to, get back to in the Lord. The the Bible says your first works, mm-hmm. your first works. You can get back to them. Uh, we we say it all the time. Uh, uh, God's calling, God's uh, gifts and calling are without repentance. And that is so true. Uh, even David, after he had fallen into sin and, and he pleaded to the Lord to return unto him the joy of his salvation. And God used him after this and uh, made him a great man. He says, a man after my own heart. Absolutely. And I like that how he begins that, according to thy That's loving right. kindness. Yes. Listen, and that goes back to what we were saying. It's not about getting it from others. I mean... It's about getting it from God. Yes. Because He and He alone is the only one who can spiritually restore anybody. Now, God may use people uh, such as Brother Hiles or other pastors to to get you on the right path, but that ultimately 
restoration lies in God and God alone. Yes. And when you've been restored by Him, nobody can take that away. Nobody can change it. And you can trust and and believe without a shadow of a doubt that God's going to use you uh, in a great and mighty way. Right. And and, I mean, this is just such a a great topic. Uh, This this idea that, hey, there is hope uh, for those who fall and there is a way back and there are people uh, who genuinely care. Now, I want to kind of wrap up the podcast, this episode, this away. Uh, we, we've talked a lot about, you know, that you may be shunned, you may be, uh, you know, kicked out of church yeah. or, or, or be told by people. But there are people, and I want to heavily emphasize it and kind of end this on a high note, there are people who legitimately and genuinely care. Yes. Uh, you kind of yes. touched on this when you were talking about your situation, that you had some good pastor friends who genuinely cared. Right. They didn't want to see you off in the ditch somewhere, you know, left for dead. Right. Uh, and there are people like that out yes. there. Yes, there are. And, and, and let me just say this in defense of a lot of pastors. <coughs> Uh, many, many pastors have not had the the education or the knowledge of how mm-hmm. to counsel with somebody who has fallen. And uh, we want you to know that that we're here for you. Uh, we will help you. We will get help for you. And uh, again, that there is restoration. And uh, we will, as uh, uh, you may be sitting out there and say, "Well, how do I how do I get a hold of you? Mm-hmm. How, how do I how do I get this help?" Um, would know that um, you may help me out a little bit mm-hmm. here. We can, you can go on uh, our Facebook page at yes. the Old Country Church at Lafette, and you can get in touch with us there. Uh, my my personal phone number is there. We'll have Brother Riley's, I believe, is there also. I believe so. Yes, and uh, you can get a hold of us, uh, and uh, we can get you the help that you need. But do know this: that God still loves you. God still wants to use you, and His calling is without repentance. And uh, if God can use a little boy like David mm-hmm. and have him fall into sin and forgive him and use him, He can use you also. Absolutely. And folks, we're just out. This is just, like I said, setting the, the groundwork, laying the foundation, scratching the surface what we're going to be talking about, we're going to be looking deeper into that Psalm yes. 51. We're going to look deeper into specific things that we've kind of overviewed today. Yes. And so we want you to tune in. It'll be up on our Old Country, the Old Country Church at Lafette is the name of the Facebook page. I will be posting the link to this podcast on there. I will eventually be uploading it to Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you may listen to it. And you can find us. Uh, by just simply typing in, if you're on Apple or Spotify, just type in uh, the Psalm 51 podcast dash the Old Country Church at Lafette, and you'll be able to find us. And uh, again, feel free, please, please, if you're in this situation, feel free, reach out. If if we can, we'll be sure and help you. And if not, we will get you uh, somewhere to with the resources equipped uh, to help you. But we just want you to know, there is a way back. There are people uh, who care. And so from our heart to yours, we hope that this uh, episode has been a blessing. We hope that this ministry will be a blessing in the days, weeks, months, and years to come. And we uh, want to encourage you, if 
you don't have a home church, come to the old country yeah, church at Lafette. Absolutely. Uh, we start our uh, Sunday morning preaching service at 1045. Mm-hmm. We would love to see you there each and every Sunday morning. Absolutely. And if you're not in an area where you can come see us, go find you a good, sound, fundamental Baptist church to go be a part of and hear the preaching of God's Word uh, tomorrow. God bless you, and we will see you next week. God bless.